Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to John and Dylan Online. This episode features some microphone issues from your man John Hastings. So please keep aware of that as you learn about Pokemon Go. You want to have a calm one now because the other one was so uh, high energy? We'll do what we can. Hello everyone, my name is Dylan Gott. This is John and Dylan Online. Uh, This is a show where two comedians research internet history. Joining me... On the left, if you're watching the video, is my co-host, John Hastings. I'm on the left in the video, but I'm on the right in terms of what goes in my journal. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's a fun little joke. Well, or is it? Now, since this is comedy, uh, since this is for YouTube, we have three minutes until we can start swearing. John, what clean things would you like to share with the viewer and listener? Uh, Nope, that is uh, that is you said comes. People, I think people assume I'm a body wash man. I'm a bar man. Love it. Love a bar of soap. soap Bars of soap are way better for your skin. That's been borne out for you. Has that been true? Yeah, but body body washes are, uh, you know, a bar of soap is just animal fat, really, in whatever lavenders you want to put in there. Well, let me ask you this: Is lavender the only one Do I know? You use a scented wash. No, I can't. I have uh, psoriasis. Oh yeah, of course not. I have to wear un- I do unscented everything. Even the liquids and solids I have can't have a scent. The sm- the steak smells very good. Send it back. Yeah. Grill it more. I want mm, put it back on the cow. Here's my question for you, big boy. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about today? We are talking about the uh, video game, the lifestyle, the death style, Pokemon Go. Ladies and gentlemen, the year is 2016. Nintendo uh, is not. It's soon going to be called Nintendo because they are headed. That's funny. Straight towards bankruptcy. That's funny. That's not dirty, but that's funny. Thank that's you. our specialty. I also can we just say this? I love how YouTube is literally filled with comedians and commentators screaming about how they're taking our freedom of speech and then they're consciously not swearing for the first three minutes and they're not saying any specifically controversial things and all that sort of stuff because it's like, hey, like it's just it drives me, it drives me insane. Which is like, uh, it's like this is. I thought the well, internet was supposed to be the crazy where TV. This is what I was sold the internet as TV. No rules. And then, by the way, we did that. And I thought we would just maintain that. But unfortunately, now social media companies are trying to restrict it. And although I'm in favor of, by the way, limiting a lot of the evil, noxious things that get put out into the Internet, I like to swear. Why am I being punished? I did not do anything wrong. Um, well, we're we're bad because we don't. There's like a lot of like double speak. Um. Well, this is an internet show, but like, um, so who knows the politics? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll tell you this about our politics. Shouldn't be Pokemon, should be Poke Girl, all right? (laughs) (laughs) The amount of times I heard the Pokemon that's gay joke growing up. Are you ready for this? I hope you're sitting down. I've never heard that before. You look at me. You know I'm sitting down. I want you to. Sit. I wanted to make sure that you were sat down. I'm standing up. Exactly. This That's is the thing that. Listen, I've known you for a long time. I know how you are when it comes to seating and standing positions. And sometimes you get shocking news, and you are. This is shocking. You better stand up. Huh? You're leaving yourself open. <laughs> no, I never. I've never heard that joke. Because here's the thing: is and I think. Can you imagine that if you. I've never heard that Pokemon gay joke. Faint. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt my head wait, really wait, hard. Wait Dead Who's now. You know, workmen and men when there's not, you know, their specific. Oh, grade sevens. No, no. I guarantee you. I can hear you. We can drive to a home being renovated in this neighborhood right Poke now. Okay, Mon. Right? And you never have... heard that turned into a gay joke. 
Never once. You live in a very nice place. No, no. They were just too busy just turning things that less held that structure. Oh, yeah. Bush X. Butch gay sex. Yeah. Actually, that works fine. What are, you, what are you into, Batman? That means that you are bad because you believe that homosexuality is okay. Yeah. See, that's bat, how they did bat from. sex with a guy, man. Oh, you, what are you Wait into? a minute. Bat sex with a man's better, but... I made my choice. Uh, my personal favorite. That I there was a moment in time in the two thousands where here in Canada there was a reckoning with how everything just pointed towards you uh, possibly being um, uh, e not a straight person. Mm-hmm. But there was a beautiful reckoning that everywhere else in the world happened in like two thousand, and in Canada happened between the years two thousand and four and two thousand and six, and. The best example of this I ever saw was at an open mic in Montreal, and this guy—oh, I've forgotten his name—but he uh, he wore a he wore a wig of dreadlocks. That's good. So already you know. Woo! And uh, he was bombing so bad, and then he—I'll never forget—he put the microphone right in his face, and he went, "Let me tell you why you're not laughing. You're all lesbians." <laughs> yeah. Lesbians don't laugh. It's true. And then so he's right twice. A crowd of thirty people just left the bar i've never seen this before since everyone just walked got up including the bartender got up walked outside that comedian walked off stage walked out when so like i don't come back right which by the way shows that man had the spirit of a comedian that he he sees that and he still needs to clarify whether or not he's allowed back (laughs) (laughs) i understand that i've just made this business now a closed business but i get one more shot right and then you're all lesbians. That's good. The bartender went, no. And then this was, and then his response was, well, good. I don't like going to lesbian bars. <laughs> and then they went back inside and put him back on stage. Everyone else went back inside. And that guy showed up the next uh, the next week, tried to act like nothing was going on. Nothing happened. Uh, they did not call him for uh, to go on stage. And he left the show by screaming, fuck off, you. <laughs> That's good. I don't know. Then I literally ran into him during COVID. I saw him on a bus when I was in Montreal, and I didn't say anything. You didn't say, hey, man, how's it going? I mean, I I almost did, because I sometimes, like, I was like, I know that guy. Maybe I'll go say hello. And then I was like, no, I think that that's who that guy is. It's in the same way I once ran into the neighbor of mine in Montreal who uh, accused me of attacking his wife in the middle of the night while he was at work. And he said, I've already called the police. They're coming here to arrest you. And then I called the police and told the landlord, and the landlord kicked him out. And then the police walked up and yelled at him, which I've never seen before, but I just assume he was crazy and called the cops a lot. And then one year later, I saw him on the bus and was walking over to be like, oh, that's a guy I know. And I, what are you doing? Don't say hello to that guy. <laughs> you should have been like, she wasn't taking me. She was sucking my dick. Hey, man, it's not that. It's my buddy. She wasn't Pokemon. She was just going down on me, dog. Huh? Um, Pokemon. There we go. Was is uh you said this on one of the other ones we tried to record so, this episode. Yeah, we tried to record this episode and then we just reminiscent. We got very off topic. Go, and, and, and by the way, gonna happen again. So Pokemon it already did. Pokemon uh, welcome to the program. So Pokemon is an IP, one of the very rare IPs that is hold in conjunction with three companies because it's essentially three there's three different spheres within Pokemon being explored. Pokemon launched as a Game Boy game, I think, originally. Yeah. Uh and so it was Nintendo. And then it is owned by a trading card company and then a toy company. So each of the spheres of it all work in conjunction it's to spread. So it's so big, it's really a dividing. It is in. It is like it's 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 not divisive amongst people under our age, but like for people our age, I really feel like we're we were either it's either last call or first at the bar, whatever you want to say it, where it's like. 
it's fine if you're our age. I'm 38, so are you? If it's fine on your age and understandable if you liked Pokemon as a kid, borderline. But if you, but it's also everyone over our age thinks it's like a weird thing for losers. It's like it's like Frank Sinatra versus the Beatles. There is like a divide within baby boomers that is like a very specific to the age, which is if you were old enough to have seen the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, like you're at home with your parents. So like you're like, let's say up to the age of 12, 13 or whatever. You're like, yeah, Beatles forever. But there was a huge segment that were like 14, 15. They were looking at skin mags in their room, talking about Johnny Unitas. You know what I mean? Classic men of the early 60s being being 15, smoking a full cigar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a diet. Oh, no. That's good. Launched on the bag, baby. It's okay. (laughs) Did you get any gear? No, we're good. Oh, boy. For those of you watching... By the way, gear doesn't mean cocaine. Yeah. It means real gear. No, we're good. Oh, yeah. So for those of you at home, Dylan, because he loves Frank Sinatra so much, he poured out one for his home. (laughs) There you go. Whoa. Coffee. Coffee. Cough. Cough. Coffee. Is that getting cleaned up? Never. No, we are not cleaning that. That dries. Oh, yeah. That dries. Dylan and I were both discussing how Dylan wants to go back. Just he wants to. You know how some people have a vacation home? Dylan wants to have like a bro house that we lived in when we were in our 20s that he could just visit away from his family. Oh, yeah. My my friend's wife always says this where it's like uh, just a guy, just a house where all the curtains are flags and places you stole. <laughs> well, she always says like, oh, yeah, because you, you're like, yeah, I'm not with my wife. I'm not going to clean up after myself. And then you're like, how does this make how does this make you feel better? I'm like, uh, it doesn't. I don't know. You're not understanding. You're you're thinking that there's joint emotion. I feel better when things are clean. Mm-hmm. I also feel better when I'm not doing anything. I want revenge. Uh, so, yeah, Pokemon, I would say, is because it's also the difference between when people say anime versus cartoons and like the idea of watching an adult cartoon for people older than us. Some people older than us is fucking crazy. And we're like, yeah, it's The Simpsons. It's, by the way, crazy because even baby boomers had like that Felix the Cat, all these like all the adult cartoons, like so many things when people are like, what do you guys do? I didn't realize a bunch of eleven-year-olds when you're watching Rick and Morty. Like, oh, you mean, you mean Fritz the cat? Yeah, Fritz the cat, the cat fucking. Oh, like Fritz the cat that said just said the n-word and yeah, shit. Fritz said the n-word, and there's a full orgy, and all the cops are dogs. I know two people that often jacked off to Fritz. The cat. <laughs> yeah, there was tits in Fritz the cat. Oh yeah, and bear in mind, this was again much like Pokemon. We are of the age of like you. And by the way, we I was we were blessed to live in Canada because in Canada, and this is so weird. If you lived in uh, Ontario, Friday Night City TV, baby blue, baby. Did everywhere have softcore porn like I that? I don't think, like, I maybe, which was on Friday, and I lived in Ottawa, so I got best of both worlds. Friday night, baby blue, after 11. Saturday night, blue nuit, the French oh, channel. Oh, wow. Uh, off to a lot of Emmanuel uh, video, uh, movies. You know? I remember one time, and I know this was as a joke, they uh, they put breakfast at Tiffany's on the Baby Blue thing. They really? Yeah. Very funny. And then I tried to jack off to breakfast at Tiffany's, and I'll never forget. That's why I don't watch television. Yeah, because he found out that his kink was jacking off to Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impressions. 
that impression, by the way, of Nazi representativities, which is and it is that was racist for the time, which not is in the book. And like there is, like, it's not in the book. It's not in the book. They, well, it's just they don't put like racist voice in brackets. No, he's. I don't think he. The character is Asian. I think Mickey. That's good. Showed up and was like. All right, here's what this fuck this movie needs. No, it was it was it Mickey Rooney or Buddy Hackett? It's Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, okay. I mean, like, do not don't worry. No, Buddy Hackett had another thing that was trying because that was the thing. Buddy Hackett said that Mickey Rooney stole his Chinese waiter for breakfast. By the way, Buddy Hackett, if you don't know, is like oh no, just a fucking straight up joke thief. Oh my god, but- which was revealed actually by. The Lord God Himself, Joe Rogan, on Last Comic Standing. Was it Buddy Hack? I didn't know about that. Buddy Hackett is a judge. I remember this one of the early seasons. Ant, remember comedian Ant, who was also a joke thief, who got revealed. Well, because it was revealed on Last Comic Standing, at least partially by Joe Rogan, was like, "Oh, I know that someone who do- does that joke." And Buddy Hackett was like, "Well, he did it well." And then, uh, and Rogan's like, "What? What are you talking about? It's someone else's joke." And yeah, he's like. Yeah. Like, Which makes sense that Joe Rogan is really big on joke thieves because all his jokes are I don't like them at all, but I've you know I've heard people say jokes like it, which is weird. But the thing also with here's what I will also say. Also, if Joe, if you're watching this, please, please. Here's the thing you have to remember about Joe Rogan. I'll do whatever you want. Joe Rogan was doing stand up at a time like the Carlos Mencia thing. Now that I live in LA and I know people that were there during it, like it was so much more insane. And I'm sorry, we're again off topic about Pokemon Go, but we're I'm gonna fucking fill them. Oh, I'll just edit this into another episode. Don't segue. Don't segue. I'm literally gonna edit this into another thing. Don't do it. Don't do it. So it'll make the show worse. And I did not understand, but it actually is crazy. Is the Carlos Mencia thing? It wasn't like they were literally. It was like five years of like he would sneak in the building and steal like new comedians full showcase sets and then do them on letterman like literally like they showcase and then he's like got a letterman spot who shows up at letterman changes like this, this is an exaggeration but it was like so crazy making that i actually think that the comedians that came up around that are have been made mad by injustice because they were like this fucking guy is like Joe Rogan is from News Radio. He couldn't touch it, but it's literally like all those guys that came up, they were all sort of Joe Rogan's weird friends because he was the, the door guys. Literally what Carlos Mencia was doing was like, you're, you've been abused by the most insane comedy system ever where they're making you park cars while learning how to do this. And you finally have grabbed in five minutes and then an asshole with a fake Mexican name has stolen the thing he worked on for 10 years or whatever while living like five to a room like that's how crazy carlos looks clearly like you know you meet you learn that joe rogan is five six and didn't have a dad and you're like oh i get it. i understand it all gotcha I well that was also it. something that old comedians would say is someone stole their joke they would beat the shit out of him but that's the different for them because they're at least when we came up their act was like the thing they came up with and they never changed it that's the other thing is that like like it's meant way more because it's also the other thing that we have now is the amount of fucking content that everyone is throwing out there yeah and also like everyone wants to recreate the carlos mencia joe rogan video so it's literally like like i've had it where people are like this joke is this person's and i look at the joke and being like i mean so we both we both say the word like cheese sandwich you know what i'm saying like but i mean there's another like one of my one of my friends during covid had a joke go viral and it was a sketch he did where it was like just it's it's a the sketch was like bopping along to your favorite song from the 90s but actually hearing the lyrics 
And it was like, he's like listening to semi-charred kind of life. And he starts going like, what the fuck are these lyrics? And a guy stole it, didn't steal the idea, word for word, the exact same thing. Oh, I know. And people in the comments aren't even being like, this is someone else's joke. It's just like, this is great. Yeah, because it's also at a certain point. It's crazy. The internet is all silos, so you're not even aware of it. I'm about to say. Don't segue. It'll make the show worse. It'll make the show worse. All right, go. I don't know if you want. Don't. All right, I won't. Just start talking. All right, but here's the thing when it comes to joke thievery and all of that sort of stuff that I always find fascinating, and you've made the exact point, which is what I never get is they always, whenever they do it, they literally steal it word for Have you ever had a joke stolen? Um, No. I have. But I've, I tell a lot of stories, I've had, and I've, that's the reason, because I've, I was always like, how would I even confront one of these old men if they took my joke? Exactly. So it's also that thing of like, and I do the same thing. You make it personal, all that sort of stuff. But I've yeah. had like a couple of like, one person... Uh, I feel like a, a one situation we had, which is like how I knew it was, is they it was the wording and the pause because I speak with a weird cadence, yeah. And they were using like it was the pause, and it was I didn't even mm-hmm. notice it. Someone else was like, That's you. And then over the course of 24 hours, 15 people emailed me and were like, What the fuck is this? And then I like I approached the person and was like, Can I please be paid? And immediately was, <laughs> Oh, wow, that's good, correct. <laughs> Uh, Here's the thing I've learned, Dylan. I hate confrontation more than anything. But luckily, I was blessed with a face that really makes people think, this guy lives for this. <laughs> <laughs> this guy will confront me. All right. So, one sec. Pokemon Go. Um, Pokemon starts out as a video game. The man who invents it invents it because he basically applies the same thing to a video game as he did when he used to collect insects as a child. Like you said, it's owned by three different separate corporations and people say like it's kind of like disney because like people think nintendo and you think mario but like people think disney and think mickey mouse but that's really the thing that launched the ship now now nintendo is just pokemon yeah disney is marvel and star wars like a lot of people like you know disney that wholesome company that promotes mickey mouse and also has all those movies about the world ending because of time (laughs) Uh, yeah, so kids so nervous. Well, when I was a kid, all the movies were about a candelabra that sang. And now, as uh, if you're a child, uh, all of your movies are about how a purple person is going to wipe out half the population. <laughs> um, it can't really come down on anything because uh, we like wrestling. That's what I a note I had about Pokemon, where it's like you can't make you can't make I'm fun of. Down, I'm not coming down, like. Ladies and gentlemen. No, I mean Pokemon Go is a thing where it's like I, we can't come down on any sort of cultural artifact that people are into. We are. I'm a pro wrestling fan who's into geopolitics. Do you understand how much my algorithm sucks? I would much rather be into Pokemon Go than be what been getting up and reading three emailed articles to me about the demographics of Wuhan. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, this is all right. So Pokemon, they they have nine hundred thousand games by this point. They cross over to the states in the late '90s with the cartoon. Um, obviously, huge hit, like you said, trading cards. Uh, based that fucking full movies, oh, language, friggin' full cinemas, and then Pokemon Go releases in 2016 just for the summer. Brilliant release time. It is the first augmented reality game. It's pretty much just a cut and paste of another augmented reality game. Of course, this is because, and all things to do with it. This thing's really successful. How'd they come up with the idea? 
Find the less successful version of it. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. But that's everything. Yeah. It actually was ripped off of a thing called Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it even was a guy trying to fight people that were not into Pokemon and he couldn't find any of them. So he invented an odd name reality where he could just go where there were no Pokemon. And because um, life is hell, Pokemon found out it was like, we got to get this guy. <laughs> yeah. And they love. And that's the other thing. The guy who created Pokemon loved captive animals. He like all he just would show. He'd been kicked out of every zoo from just beating off, watching the animals be sad. I mean, it is so nuts, too, though. It's like, I wonder how many vegans also play Pokemon. I wonder if that's ever been brought. Yeah, you might be a vegan. But let me ask you a question. How many creatures? Trap <laughs> I always thought it was weird that it's like, oh, Pikachu looks happy. Why do you have to trap him in the ball forever? And then force him to fight. Yeah, that's the other. Yeah, like if we get into the epic Team Rockets side. Yeah, it's true because it's like, I don't know. Like, why is. Okay, so Ash, the Pokemon trainer, is fine, but Michael Vick, who made dogs fight in the NFL, is bad. And your mirror ears to God's mouth. You know <laughs> this is the first popular augmented reality game. Uh, the original release only had the. Uh, sorry, the original release had only the 150 one Pokemon from the original Pokemon game, but that made it achievable because obviously the point of the game is to catch them all, John. It certainly is. You know, some people play uh, to catch them all with Pokemon. Some people are like a guy I knew in university and he played that with venereal diseases. No, he played it with women on campus. Ted Bundy. Oh. <laughs> so there's continental specific Pokemon too. I can imagine oh. people just like making an entire trip the island of pei you got to be the baddest motherfucker when it comes to pokemon go just like got them all where were they the Mostly only one member's house especially like if there was a place you could go where it's you're the only dork or like the only i shouldn't say dork but the only yeah i guess a dork i'm gonna say this because here's the thing that no because everyone finds the maritimes of canada very charming but what they do not understand is there is also a towny element to it that is oh my god yes so fucking and by the way not that charming attention people in the maritime canada none of you are that fun your service is all terrible and also halifax is not a fun city it's terribly designed and i love halifax no it's bad don't listen to him don't listen to him oh here's what i would like when i'm talking to my friends a fucking 50 year old playing a mandolin shut the fuck well that's the thing about with every tourist town there comes townies where who hate the fucking tourists so much i'm with them i'm i am always i always i'm like where do the people that live here hang out i want to go there i don't want to hear a sea the industry left because they fish the oceans dry and now they just have to give a bunch of people from I don't know, Massachusetts have to come and fucking <laughs> pretend uh, that they catch lobsters or some shit. Attractions that got that hill where they fire a cannon. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh. Guys that go to the liquor dome and then punch comedians when we uh, used to all have a comedy club to play in. House. They didn't punch comedians. They clinked his fucking beer into his teeth. I mean, I was actually thinking of a different incident uh, with an older gentleman who got punched in the face. But really? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the old yucks headliners. It's one of three people. And that could be interchangeable that went in there and got their fucking clock clean. Well, don't go to a place where everyone drinks like they want to die Thank that you. closes at 4 a.m. But this is the thing that I never understand when people are like, we got, well, watch out this place. I got place. in a fight at the bar Roadhouse was based on. Yeah, I went to the boxing match, got in the ring. <laughs> These men were assaulting exactly. me. Exactly. This is the thing I've never understood about those sort of bars when people are like, uh, like I spent, when I was a smoker, it was the best because it was like I'll just go stand in the, the patio area with the everyone that wants peace, the smokers. Because guess what? They're not doing fighting. We don't have the lung capacity at the time. Like I could throw a punch, or I could enjoy this delicious Canadian classic. And guess which 
what I'm deciding to do. Does that still ha- do people still get in fights? Because like you don't really have to. Well, I don't. I don't live in Canada. In the states, like it was a there was a rash. I mean, of, of course them, they get in fights. I'm rash sorry. of them coming out in Canada. But the America is very interesting in that it's still a place where you see verbal arguments because of the amount of guns that are around. No one's taking it to a physical place. Oh, because nobody knows. What you see in front of bars is a lot of people stood a foot away from each other, just going, "I'm gonna like you to apologize." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's continental specific Pokemon, and this is very key: is the way they make the game is they make it so that like they don't tell you there's continental specific Pokemon. You just have to glean that from the game when you go on your specific continental vacations to catch the Pokemon. There's a lot to like about Pokemon Go. It get it gets you out of the house. Listen, it's an amazing sort of because it gets you out of the house. It's one of those things that's actually used to bond between people that are living long distances and stuff like that. It's a good way if you're a parent on a trip, you can collect Pokemon for your kid if they're into Pokemon. Like, there's an amazing like you guys can play it together. Yeah, play it together. It's no fucking shit. This thing is hugely successful. And the thing you have to remember is like Pokemon Go saved Nintendo. Nintendo was looking at restructuring and was getting its clock cleaned because Nintendo, as a video game company, her kid and allowed like. Call of Duty sort of held it, but then all started moving towards that. Also, young his kids, parents got worse. Yeah. Also, young kids were like, "I can play Call of Duty. I have my dad's credit card number. Welcome to fucking welcome to the Thunderdome." Well, how long has Fortnite been around? We'll have to do a Fortnite episode. But Fortnite is like, in the way it's colored, is like very child oriented. Where exactly like Nintendo was basically built on. Obviously, everyone knows, but like I Mario, Zelda, twenty nineteen. No, it's before that. 2018. I'm going to say 28. The original Fortnite popularity, I'm going to go 2018. Okay. Uh, talk more about Pokemon Go while I look this up. So, Pokemon Go, when I first heard about it, I was in the Comedia uh, Comedy Club in Brighton, England's Green Room. The staff were complaining because uh, the Comedia was a Pokemon gym. This was a big thing when it first came out, um, which is um, basically churches, landmarks, places with a lot of heavy traffic would have rarer and rarer Pokemon. Oh, it was released in 2017, so it's six years old. All right, so 2018, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, so yeah, 2018. Fuck so it. I'm not a, I was not a video game. Not at off. The time. Take me. What what day of the month? Day and month in 2017. I want to know. Oh wow, I July 25th. What? July 25th. Right. <laughs> Six months grace. Caesar side. <laughs> so as you were saying, continue. Uh, so it was a Pokemon gym. So people were constantly showing up to try and get their hot boy Pokemons mm-hmm. uh, at the location that was bothering the staff. This was a major issue with Pokemon. This is a very good major because it spawned near landmarks, which led to like a lot of people at historic landmarks being like, can you stop catching Pokemon? This is the Holocaust Museum. Yeah, which was very much a thing that was happening in Los Angeles, uh, which is they have this uh, very austere place to go and reflect. Of course they do. And then you're fucking smoking up a Charizard. Yeah, exactly. Some fucking guy's trying to get ice blisty and like. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Is that another one? Because the first time we re- we tried to record this, but then uh, we had some difficulties and uh, some technical difficulties. I Dylan, said Pikachu, he said Charizard, and then we were out. I had to go evolve Charizard. Dylan's trying to turn this program into one of those podcasts Mark Norman's on with his sunglasses. Oh yeah. Here's the thing I love about podcasts. Jesus. Ten years ago, it was all audio format. Now podcasts are just Mark Norman. Where- I mean, the idea of what podcasts are, this is halfway. I've got a webcam because my regular cam is a Canon, so it overheats, and we're against a garage door. So we're kind of like just... <laughs> Here's how humanity works. Here's a thing that's free that anyone can do. Because we like things to look nice, we're going to make it... Incredibly prohibitively expensive. Hell yeah. Whereas then this is looking oh, better. Oh. You're right next to a fucking that is a defunct uh 
there's a defunct um store the, that's the the right punch is now done that is my brother-in-law's punching bag he bought during covid and then used three times and now lives here till the, the day we both die anyway there's a, here you want to talk about pokemon go problems yes okay here's here's one it uses a <laughs> it's uh uses a gps so you can be yeah, buddy. Pokemon Go knows where you are. Also, Iran and uh, Iran and Russia and China will all ban it because well, yeah, but no, no, sorry, Russia doesn't ban it. Uh, first of all, but Iran banned it because of the GPS. China banned it because Nintendo would not tell them where Blicky was. <laughs> there you go. Is that another one? No, I'm making these all up. Scooby beep. That was too far. Um. A Russian YouTuber goes into a church and plays Pokemon Go and gets put in jail. And now you're hearing this from uh, the eyes of a North American YouTuber where it's like, yeah, he'll be put in jail like for a day or a night. And then he, you know, everything will work out. This is Russian jail. They he's in jail for years. And this is like a massive (laughs) this is like a massive civil right. It's so crazy russian artists will do the same thing a u.s artist will do and the u.s artist is like they're trying to take away my free speech but they say that from their like studio and whatever and then the russian person does that once and you see them again in like six years and they're the most emaciated person because they actually had to fucking yeah they go to actual jail yeah they go to prison they go to prison with fucking murderers because they wanted to say or do something. Yeah, exactly. It's just because it's also one of those things where to them it's not a fucking grift. They're not intentionally just saying free speech to try and get more fucking donor money and ads because life is hell. They're living in Russia and he just wanted to play a little Pokemon Go. Can't you do that inside an Orthodox church? The background's so fun for the video. What the fuck, Vlad? Oh, yeah, and they were worried about Pokemon Go having, like, you can hack into Pokemon Go pretty easily. So workers in the Pentagon were using it, and they were like, you can't use Pokemon Joe on a fucking work phone. Describe these things to people who work for the government. It's just a guy. In the capital of Canada, there are no vast government conspiracies. I grew up in a town where everyone worked for the government. None of those people are in a cabal. They all wanted to, they all had a dream. They turned 19. They were still in university and went, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can get a job where I will not be fired and I will get a cost of living increase until I retire. And then that's just fine. Yeah, I got to put up with winter, but that's my only challenge. Fuck yeah, I'm marrying this girl. Yeah. There's no way that we're both not going to turn out to be really stressed and ugly because I'm not giving up smoking and drinking and I'm doing those things inside, in a basement, summer or winter. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah, it's just a bunch. It's a series of sure, I guess, not like I'm going to. That's exactly correct. And then it's just like it, like, you know, I was saying this about my son, but it's like, here's how my son's life is probably going to work out. And this is like, I'm very cynical. So. He's going to get into one of the things that either me and my wife do, hopefully my wife, because she's in a union. No, I want him to get... uh, You could be in a union, Dylan, if you would join my union. Oh, yeah. The Johnny Boys. (laughs) Yeah, you have to change your name to John. Um, Last name, though. It's a union of Johns. Anyway, but, you know, and then he just... if This is if he doesn't end up, like, really liking something. People who don't really like things, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean people who, like, you know, something to do for work doesn't jump out at you. We both were blessed in that we uh, were bullied just enough, but also encouraged just enough that when we saw stand-up comedy, we went, well, that's a thing I could do. Yeah, exactly. Stand-up and 
our other interests, professional wrestling, are truly for what happens when you get bullied, but you also have a healthy dose of toxic masculinity still. Yeah, exactly. Basically, what it is is that you're, you got toxic masculinity, but you got it from your mom. So you know that. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got you it. an element of second, second wave through the. Exactly. Which is basically stand up comedy is like. Through the know, tough feminists. Yeah. I'm, as we touched on on our other episodes. Correct. Exactly. Just some. Just some, Go on Patreon. Just Feminist week. equal week. That's our fucking only episode over and over again. Hey, to really confuse people. Oh, um, no, no, it's not. Both of our moms I changed that. People go for they, they're good. They just made some delicious homemade blueberry muffins and then they're going to go throw them at an enemy. They're hot, bitch. No, my mom made muffins that I used to use as hockey pucks. No one believed that I could eat these. I bought them to school one time and then a guy said, Your mom can't cook. And I got threw it at his face and I cut him really badly, which proved his point. Yeah, that's. It like you know sliced him. It sliced it. And then the woman was like, you had a knife. And I said, I had this muffin. And then the principal was like, you're lying. You have a knife. And I went, okay. And I took the muffin out and I hit it off the table and neither the muffin nor the table moved. And she was like, whoa. <laughs> I remember, and then my mom got called in and basically had to explain like, I'm a single mom. I made some muffins quickly. I think I went heavy on the flour. Now she's a very good cook because she doesn't have 25 minutes to do laundry and a meal. Yeah, because she's not like literally just trying to earn enough for her kids. Like it's that yeah. thing of like, I also like, by the way, here's the other thing to remember. If you're raised by a single mom, you were just in a house for 10 years with a person that was a level of exhausted that's not legally allowed anymore. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And back then you had to wear back then women had to wear heels to take shits. Exactly. Like just this woman in heels who's literally just been working for five years. Oh my god, right? yeah. They used to wear, the women used to have to wear heels everywhere to the point where I remember showing up in England and seeing women and men walk around going to work. I'm like, what is this? The fucking 80s? Why is everyone in a pinstripe oh suit god. to go be a garbage man? So, the thing I always found fascinating, which is looking back, there were a bunch of people in my neighborhood in terrible marriages. No. Uh, that were real shitheads to me and my mom. And what I was like, oh, they were trapped in their marriages. So they just thought, oh, this lucky person just alone raising their kid, not understanding. Like, you understand? There was this one bearded guy who um, he just didn't have a job. I remember I remember thinking this guy was a piece of shit when I was like seven years old. Because he was just like, I don't want to work. My wife has a job. I'll just do it. The 90s rule. He walked his kids to school. I'll never forget that. That wife, you wonder what happened when those kids turned uh, 16 and 17? Mm-hmm. I've been having an affair with the neighbor for the last 17 uh, years. I do not like you. You're a lazy piece of shit. You can keep the house. Fuck you. And she moved across the street. She looked like the saddest person I ever saw for or their entire life. And then suddenly moved across that street. We're talking... Woo! Who's that coog on Fraser Avenue? Oh, she's trying to strut for her uh, ex-husband every day. Oh, but judging by this, couldn't care less because he's got a fucking free house. Oh, he cared. Oh, oh, he cared. Buddy, leave me with a free house, some, dude. I once saw him at a bus station. Bear in mind, didn't know my name. Just went, hey, you want to hear what my wife's up to? I might have been 16. That guy. That I guy, like that. That because you understand, but you were tall, so he thought you were an adult. This is the, of course, yeah. I better go talk to this learned man with a backpack and a high school T-shirt. <laughs> this guy has a T-shirt that just says "fuck." I better tell him about my divorce. But here's the fascinating thing about Pokemon. Oh yeah, there was a we had a we had a college teacher who um he tucked his he tucked his uh shirt in to his open fly, so his shirt came out his fly a bit, and then and then we were bullying him. This was bad. Uh, and then we opened a briefcase and had a bunch of crackers. <laughs> it's just crazy. 
just, it was just full of fucking crackers. <laughs> Who was am I talking about? I assume you're talking about. No, Jim Johnson. Who's Jim Johnson? He was the, so when we went to comedy school, they made you take one non-comedy class, and we would always like try and like obviously we were fucking losers so we would always like ruin the class oh, your class was a real a real group of my, there was one where jim was jim was writing on what, the board and then he looked at my friend why did jim johnson teach stop interrupting me i don't remember <laughs> we don't take the class <laughs> jim was writing on the board he turned around and my friend zach was eating an orange with his shirt off and he said i'm brigadier napkins just chest hair and he just started rubbing it on his chest and he went, Zach, Zach, stop it. Oh, yeah. And then one time we decided, and then one time we showed up with a birthday cake and said it was his birthday. And then he got so mad. <laughs> it's like, happy birthday, Jim. And he was like, it's not my birthday. And we we're like, that's weird to be that mad. I always think of the guy that went to school who told me when on, uh, I met him before I was going, I went to theater school, but I'd also got into Humber. And I was like, oh, I got into Humber. And he went, yeah, but I went. Real, <laughs> real comedians go to this pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah that guy, by the way, uh, doesn't have a home anymore. Really? I don't know. That guy, see, that guy <laughs> you just, wish he doesn't. That guy just seemed very performatively weird in the kind of way that I guarantee, like he's homeless, but like he's. Oh well, I mean, majority of people that went to Humber, I'd say it releases. I mean, it's quite- ten people into comedy and five performers per year, and most of them do one student film and then stop. Because okay, because it's difficult and shitty. But it was also there was a fair amount of people who kept going at it for a while. Desiree, all- oh, Desiree and Tim are both editors now. Uh, Keith Pedro, very talented. He's still going. Nick Reynoldson, Garrett's still going. Like a lot of guys are still going. But you know who's still going too? Pokemon oh, Go. So How much did it make in 2020? One hundred. It made one point nine two billion dollars in 2020. Socially distanced fun. It's Pokemon Go. Oh Obviously, the t- the 2016 is the real, like, that's when Pokemon Go hits and fucking everyone is playing it. Now, Pokemon Go is also, this is really before, um, is the ubiquity? I'm going to say the word ubiquity. Before everyone looked at their phones all the time because there was a video on it, usually you're just reading something. And video is obviously more engaging. So Pokemon Go is one of the first times I can at least remember hearing all these stories about people just like looking at a phone and then like walking over a fucking cliff. That I do not remember Pokemon being the first. I remember Pokemon being the new. And now they're just playing that fucking poke me game. Like that's I don't remember it being that began that. I just remember it being a new wave of dumb fucks not fucking paying attention, getting hit by shit because they were looking at their dumb phone. Also, if you're Pokemon Go, I guarantee they're like, Sage. <laughs> How many kids died? Oof. Yeah. Oof, that's another cha-ching, sale. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. But this game, basically, that you just release and then don't look after, they start having to, obviously, the fucking, they have to <laughs> plead with people to stop, like, playing Pokemon Go in the Holocaust Museum. Um, there is... Uh, oh. Dude, it was leading people into the Fukushima nuclear a, zone. And I guarantee they were people because they uh, the, led the, people you, through minefields in Bosnia. You can go to the two glass sites in um, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and it's like a cleared area of the city where it's just like, this is where it hit. Come and understand the impact and horrificness that human beings can do to you. And I guarantee someone. You go there and cheer? No, I just. I, just go, there, <laughs> I go there and put it. Yeah. God! Ah, Hell! Yeah, yeah. Woo! Woo! Uh, 
friend of mine uh went, open a cowboy hat meeting glenn Wolf, yeah. about uh being there uh solemnly just like fucking like he's like it's the most heavy place you've ever been because you just see like destruction as far as the eye can see and it was just him and an old japanese man and the japanese man farted really loud and then glenn was like hey and then the japanese man apparently was like like looked at the ground and be like oh you tell me fucking hey here boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best fucking story but like, that's so funny just imagine just like a solemn person just trying to figure out like right. someone's like come here swibbly exactly Oh my god! Oh my god! It's a wet one. But it's kind of like, what are your options if you take this? Is all right. So I'm going to be devil's advocate now. What are your options? Your de- oh, devil's advocate for the fact that Japan was right getting nuclear bomb. All right, let's hear the side. Let's talk about Pokemon Go here. Yeah, sure. Then whatever your code word. Think for, of the heaviest museum. Whistler. Now trying to think of taking a six-year-old to it, where they're like, I just want to fucking go for the Holocaust Museum. And you're like, can you just shut the fuck up? Fucking six million people. Maybe done. Oh no, Dilbert. <laughs> Six million people. No, no. <laughs> forty-eight people got a sunburn. Um, forty-eight people got a sunburn. That's Hitler's yeah. Move. Like, so I'm a Michael Jordan fan. I don't understand that what. Yeah, like not believing in the fucking basketball. Yeah, exactly. Doing, I don't understand. Man? Yeah, I don't understand why. You heard it here first. No, I think white supremacists might be a little slow mentally. I don't. know. It's like yeah. It's like they have. It's like they have. Uh, it's like they have self-esteem problems. They're like, well, it couldn't have worked out that well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've tried lots of stuff, and none of it was that successful. So <laughs> no way, this fucking guy. There's did. no way. Uh, anyway, so. Six million people have died. Probably more, actually. Can you fucking show some respect to your six-year-old and instead of them be like, oh, can we fucking go? This is fucking boring. They'll, instead, like, then they're just like, ooh, look, a fucking wibbly pop. But I do occasionally hear from parents who are like, we took him to the, we took him to the boring museum to learn about the inventing of boring and he was angry. And I was like, yeah, don't take him there. Just take him like he's a kid. Just wait. Yeah, but you have to take them there. Why? Why do I have to take a six-year-old to a Holocaust? Because they might like it. I've decided. I mean, the Holocaust Museum, they don't like it, but like, you have to take them to these things because there's an outside chance that they could like it and have an interest based on it because that's what oh, raising I, a child is. You give them the I, most I, options I, of finding something they like. Like, you know, part of it, you have to take them to a heavy museum, Pokemon Go, keep engaged. Like, might just wait till they're 12 for the heavy museums, by the way. Like, and this is a thing across the board. Yeah, but then 12-year-olds are still fucking shitheads. Yeah, well, that way, but they're big enough you can fight them then. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't. But then you're the guy being like, shut the fuck up and look at the goddamn museum. Then you're believe, the bad guy. I believe being a father. That's what a father is. We've fucked up the parental dynamic. Here's what the dynamic yeah, Then you got to be quiet. You've got, you've got the mom and you've got the dad. Oh, wow. Okay. Apparently, this guy's talking about how gender should work. John? Yeah. Thankfully, the first the first time ever on the internet, a white man commenting on gender roles. Uh, chicks should be chicks. Fucking sit when you pee and fucking sit on my dick. Men should scream at them whenever they're not doing that. The mom is the straw that stirs the drink. She's in there. She's making things happen. The dad, he's the wild X factor. You know what I mean? He's the nacho. Women aren't allowed to have mental illness. Is the nacho cheese at the carnival? You eat it, but you don't know what's about to happen, and it could change based off the hour, minute, temperature of the day. I'd say women are more the stir or the drinks now, and then men stir. I 
I understand. I'm talking about how things should be, not how they are. <laughs> I'm not talking about how they are, Dylan. I'm talking about what we need to go back to. There you go. We need to go back cool. to where parents are one person just trying to hold it together while another person is so angry at a child, it's unnecessary. <laughs> um, parents are supposed to be two people putting a child in a van. The child is screaming because it has no idea why someone they've been told it loved just grabbed him by the cheeks and went, if you sneeze one more time, I'm breaking your teddy bear. <laughs> uh, That's a parent. 260 million. Scar him. 260 million, million at its height played Pokemon Go. And like literally as soon as September started, 65 million. They lost 200 million users overnight because it wasn't nice out anymore. I love humanity so much now let's talk about the fallout let's talk about some shit that happened 260 million people played a game for three no two to three months yeah what's the worst things that could happen here i'm gonna guarantee people have died i'm gonna guarantee someone used it to someone got shot yeah someone i guarantee that i'm gonna guarantee someone used it to fuck someone using some sort of secret (laughs) trick like i invented pokemon go okay thank god that was the best way that could have turned out but, oh yeah, coming from the guy who <laughs> uh, one minute ago just yelled, "Well, well, you were talking about. Je- we both have made mistakes. I was um, not talking about how things are. I'm talking about how they, things should be. That's what I'm saying. You're allowed to say how things should be. Jonathan oh, no. Crowder over here. That's right, baby. Get yeah. back in the kitchen and get, get yelled at by get, me. Yeah, get me a car table. I need to send my pregnant wife to touch a bunch of chemicals that are gonna kill my friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why are you unable to help your wife, Stephen? Oh, I'm having cosmetic surgery because my pecs don't look tough enough. <laughs> I love nowadays. Nowadays is oh yeah, man. Male cosmetic surgery should be shamed. Oh, oh, oh yeah. As as someone who has had what I like to call real surgery, I'm a real man. I got scars all over my body now. Am I tough? No. But I take off a shirt and you think that guy's been stabbed. Well, that was the thing about was I read a Schwarzenegger book and he was like, yeah, until Schwarzenegger, really, everyone was like, oh, you work out. Oh, you're trying to look hot for men because you're gay. Yeah, that's right. And then now it's like you got to work out nine hours a week uh, if you're a man. That, by the way, was that was I remember that still happening in when I was going to the gym in Toronto in 2010. Let, speaking of doing stand up comedy in this city, I remember old school yuck yucks headliners like oh i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go to the gym after the show and they're like well why you're gonna go i remember specifically the line was well you're gonna go meet some men by the train station which is <laughs> yeah that's really good. shows the vintage of the homophobia because of the time when gay people clustered in public places <laughs> <laughs> oh you have to go somewhere dark because it's not fine anyway you have to go somewhere public but shadowy because it's illegal uh an arizona couple left their two-year-old at oh. home to drive uh, around playing Pokemon Go. Uh, it was a 27-year-old, 25-year-old. They were arrested on child neglect charges. Yeah, the kid was... I mean, that one's that one's bad. That one I'm, I'm all good with. Two teens fell off a 90-foot cliff because they didn't look up. They just fell off the cliff. They were fine. Cliff one. Adolescence zero. A man shot at two teenagers who were trespassing on his... This is, I think, is the this... problem with the guy. He tre- they trespassed, and then he went. Uh, basically, that he overheard them say, that? "Did you get anything?" Can I say, "You're all about you really a baseball bat." And you want to know why? Because you know what? I got a couple of people in that house. They're gonna kill one of them. I'll survive. No, me. Not. But no, here. Oh, the baseball bat is to push your girlfriend towards okay. the assailant. <laughs> get her. 
I took her legs out. But I genuinely believe living in America, you see these stories all the time. It's like a man heard a knock on his door. He walked through his house with an AR-15 and murdered his entire family. Then opened the door. It was Jehovah's Witness dropping off a cake. And he went, well, yeah, got to fucking crack a couple eggs, make an omelet. Exactly. Five Jehovah's Witness. Guess I got the weekend off. They prefer strawberry cake. And this one's a chocolate. I'm going to say it's 50-50. But here's where I stand with it is if. Like, it's just like, what are you talking? They're on your lawn and you immediately open fire. Have you guys never heard of how all old crotchety men operate from the dawn of time once lawns were invented? The unnecessarily violent opening of a window and then the screaming, uh, get off my own. I just mowed it. You don't open fire. You say that. And then if they don't get off the lawn, then you open fire. You know who that was? Who? George Zimmerman. <laughs> Oh, no. That was, that's, that's where he George, I guess. But yeah. Um, I have a question. Sure. Where is George? Zimmer? I don't know. I, guarantees I don't think he does. I think he I think he did that terrible thing a bit too early to just be like, I'm going to make this an industry now. Yeah. So he's not like Kyle Rittenhouse. That's literally just like, like, he's like, oh, they're just like, look at a scared teen. And everyone applauds. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. He killed a skateboarder. <laughs> I don't know if he does then it's on the wrong networks but also everything is an echo chamber there's i was telling someone i i stumbled on the sketch troop who has 30 million followers and the first time i saw them was like last week oh yeah 30 million followers on tiktok like there people like ninja the twitch streamer has more people watching him than the fucking tonight show and most of the world is like he's done now actually is he done just done no i mean not he doesn't quit but like he tried to switch off the Fortnite and then it did not work. I love. I do also. I did some pre-research for a maybe episode on Ninja, and that's pretty much what happened. Is he was like, I better pivot off of this, but like also he was just a dude playing a game he genuinely liked, and then it became an industry. And this is, and this happens with every internet thing where it's like you kind of get locked into doing the thing because it becomes successful, and then people want authenticity because a lot of what we talked about this in the Jenna Marbles episode, but a lot of what it is is like pretending to be someone's friend yeah it's a parasocial relationship what it is yeah it's a one-way fucking relationship where you gain you listen to these people and you think you're friends which if you're listening to this we are friends oh yeah we're best friends best friends that want some of us are given money we are we're exactly at the point where it's like you can reach out to us and we'll get back but then once you become jenna marbles ninja all this shit that gets farther and farther from Uh, I'd like to put some marbles in you, Jenna. But Ninja just took all this money from all these corporations and then just basically had to be like, I've changed who I am, and then everyone hated that. Uh, Whereas Pokemon Go will never change what it is. People still play it this day. 1.92 billion in 2020. Uh, I was thinking of maybe playing it. I would assume you are a father. It is probably in a couple of years going to be a great game. Oh, Uh, Can I take this? You absolutely can. Shall we pause? Is that it is an amazing thing in that it has not really changed. They've added Pokemon, they've updated the augmented reality, but they've actually done the thing, to your point about Ninja, that a lot of internet sort of phenomenon in, that a lot of things with current culture and stuff like that, so many things are so fluid, changing, all that sort of stuff. It's actually like, just do the thing that was on the box, please. Like, it's the thing that social media companies all fall into the trap of, is it starts off and it's this new unique thing that everyone wants to use, and within five years, it's just another email. Like, I, yeah, Pokemon Go has been very smart. Uh, they haven't tried to make it into a social media. Like, Pokemon Go could have very easily could have attempted a pivot where it's like, 
if you want even more Pokemon, you want to get your friends to sell. Like, you know what I mean? They have been very smart in how they have adapted to current business practices. Think of like, if you buy the game and you got it on your phone, we're fine with only just making $1.9 billion. We're not going to go for that elusive 1.2. That's the main thing is like, it's the, it's the, it's, it's the thing. It's, it's the content and the product. Don't panic because exactly what you said. Most of the companies would, but this is the other thing that should be said. 260 pe- million people going down to 65 overnight. Pokemon Go, Pokemon, that's not their only revenue stream. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Exactly. So they're like, fucking, they'll just release eight games. So it's just another thing, another way for them to make money versus like, if it was just like something else, then they would be panicking and like, oh, fuck. But like you said, like, they don't have any, they don't have to worry about growth. Like that's the, when a company goes public, it's like, they just, they only worry about growth. It's no longer everything. It's just stockholders. It's no longer customers. You're totally correct. And uh, the other thing to also remember is that for Nintendo, Pokemon Go was the beginning of them moving into the mobile space. Like immediately then you got the Mario games and they are now very much pumping out content in that area to your point, which is they're very smart and that none of the other games, like other companies would have got, it's Mario augmented. Like they would have done that. They just go Pokemon Go is our augmented. You just want to play Mario? You're fucking Mario. Yeah, exactly. You're a 40-year-old guy from the Bronx. You're saving a kid for some reason that's your friend or girlfriend. I don't fucking know. Whatever. You're in a place with tubes. So have at it, Mario. Yeah, it's perfect. And just keep the fucking servers up because millions upon millions and millions and millions of people play this. And also the fucking crazy thing is uh, of that 200 and a bunch of huh, million, they are still technical users. So I guarantee you about half of them still have it on their fucking phone. If you're Nintendo and stuff like that, you can go, we have this amount of many users. We have this amount of many active users. You know what I'm saying? That's perfectly said. John, our next episode is on Dana White. Woo! Who the is... Bowser of the real world. <laughs> I would like everyone to know, as a preview for next week, I was in charge of the research for Dana White. Here's a spoiler alert. He's a nerd loser. I think there Dana, you go. Dana White is everything wrong with Generation X, because Generation X is the biggest generation of, I pretended to be this thing for so long. And now I am this thing for so long. Dana White. Dana White. Hi, Dana. I have a bad shoulder and two bad elbows, and I cannot throw a punch. I will beat the shit out no, of you. There's yes, no, you will not. Dana White will fucking oh, kill you. Slap me like he slaps his wife. He'll do fucking nothing. He will murder no, he you. That man is a loser. He is a loser. Just because he has no, different politics than you doesn't not, mean he would have nothing to do with his politics. Has li- Dana White would slowly make you suck your own dick. And I, by the way, and I struggle and no, then I accept would, it. No, I fucking wouldn't. Dana White is a Dana White doesn't know how to do any of that shit. I don't give a fuck about his politics. Is his fucking Dana White would fucking no, murder would you. Shut up, Dana. Then okay, then murder someone, Dana White. Then throw a fucking punch on camera. Do fucking. He punch. has. All right. Let's he see. trained to fight Tito Ortiz. When. Like 10 years ago. It was not 10 years ago. Tito Ortiz wasn't fighting 10 years ago. Yeah, he was. Tito Ortiz was. That I'm going to say it was 12 years ago. Tito Ortiz was fighting. 10 years ago, him and Jana Jameson, Jameson were giving those very sad drugs. Well, you interviews. don't understand how fighting works because people fight for too long because they don't understand well, that also the world. Count. But also, he's, he didn't fight T- Tito Ortiz. He was Tito Ortiz's manager and shit. Yeah. And then they had a whole. This is, we'll talk about it next week. Dana White is a loser. Fascinating man. He is a, he is a cartoon villain. It's going to be great. You, but he's such a. Like, what he also is, is I, I oh, just, he, 
because he's also now it's all gone to his. We'll talk about it next week. It's so irritating. It's literally like watching because of the stupid wrestling review when he did the year of McMahon. It's like reading about like annoying like Vince McMahon is baby boomer uh, shithead in stupid fake weird sports promotions, and Dana White is the Gen X version. It's true. That's it. totally true. They're the same annoying loser man. That- but Dana White would fucking no, he would kill you. I guarantee nothing. I will guarantee you. I want to make this happen just so I can bet against you and I'll lose a friend, but gain, like, I'm going to say 30 bucks. Because also, by the way, I'm cheating. I'll stab Dana White. I'll start. Oh, the fight starts now, Dana. I don't think Dana White is cheating. He pays people. (laughs) He makes 90% and then they go and give each other concussions and they make 10% and they're all happy to get it. I completely agree with you, but your misunderstanding is that it's not a... Dana White thinks he's good at fighting because he's very good at manipulating fighters. But he he was a fighter. No, I, how good did he? How did, was he a professional? It fighter? It doesn't matter. No, yes, it does because that was fucking thirty years ago, and he's a loser. He's still no. Listen, man, he'll fucking kill you. No, he won't. He still trains. He still trains I don't everything. Care. He's a billionaire. I'll hit him with my car. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a car. If he doesn't know the fight is happening, Correct. you hit him with a car. Oh yeah, okay. promoting it. The bet was between you and me. <laughs> Oh, if you can hit Dana White with your car? Yeah, the fight. No, I'm not a professional fighter, so we are. T- I don't know. Dana White is like a quasi-fascist. He might just have a militant group that would. He would have a clone that takes it for him, and exactly, then he shoots you. Exactly correct, but he, I guarantee he does have those guys around him, which is why I speed up to hit him with a car. I get him with the car. They're immediately like, Dana proven weakened. He could not sustain car. <laughs> Next week. Dana White, goodbye. Dana White is a loser. Dana White is the Pikachu of my butt.